Let me tell you who's doing sneakers the best in the game right now. That's New Balance. The two-way V4, featuring this groundbreaking use of technology with fresh foam. It's called Fuel Cell, creating this combination that we love of rebound and cushioning. Fresh Foam offers unparalleled cushioning for maximum comfort your entire game from start to finish. The upper construction features this lightweight textile that reduces weight, which we all need, I know I do, while remaining supportive and breathable. Hard to find that combo. The two-way V4 gives you the tools that you need to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way V4 at newbalance.com. Come on! Listening to Heat Check from Trista Crick, Odyssey's official NBA podcast. Find that wherever you get your podcasts and live all throughout free agency, summer league, and beyond. So let's get into a little news around the NBA. KD, my man Kevin Durant, has gone completely dark. And in his absence, the Nets have become, I don't know. The Nets have become a 13-year-old with NBA 2K in franchise mode. And they're just trying to swap one player for an entire team. They're also like who you experience all the time if you play fantasy football and you've got that one guy in the league who thinks that like he can trade you Alvin Kamara for like Matt Stafford and Josh Jacobs and Darren Waller. It's like, um, my G, no. Uh, The latest is that they tried to convince the Minnesota Timberwolves to give up Ant, Cat, and four first-round picks for KD. I'm sorry, what? You said what? Click. That's one of those, hey, what's up, Sean? Uh, It's uh, A-Rod, and it's, uh, who's run? Tim Conley. It's Tim. What's up? Uh, You won't. Excuse me, what? Click. That's like, that's an immediate go fuck yourself. So why would the Wolves or Kevin Durant sign off on that? Like, why would D'Lo and Kevin Durant remix in this alternate universe where KD was in a sign-and-trade for D'Lo, who's also in a sign-and-trade? Like, why would Kevin Durant want to play with Jaden McDaniels, uh, D'Lo, and, like, Nas Reed? He wouldn't. Like, he wouldn't. It doesn't help anyone other than the Nets in this case. And and first of all, if you get Nets, if you are the Nets and you get Carl Anthony Towns and Ant Edwards for Kevin Durant, there are no picks being extra- exchanged. There is absolutely none. You get players. Ant Edwards is probably Michael Jordan. Have the Nets ever seen him play? I don't know. Like, because he's the next Jordan. I'm not giving you baby Jordan for a 30-plus guy who probably doesn't want to play in Minnesota anyway. And Brian Windhorse hit it on the head when he said this. And I thought to myself, we got to talk about this. The market does not want to pay a super premium price for Kevin Durant. Because if you trade all away these top assets on your team to get him, he becomes then less valuable to you because you're no longer a contender. And all of that is a gulf and why we are in a stalemate right now and you could have one for a while. And the latest now is also that there's no Kyrie trade until Kevin's traded. So Kai is going to just sit there and rot, even though he's out in, the in I want to say he's in L.A., uh, playing in the Valley, in all these uh, NBA leagues. He's chopping it up with all the stars. He's giving them buckets, proving that he's one of the best scorers on earth. And you know what? For the Nets, that doesn't matter. 
And for Kevin, people want to know. Players are reaching out to him. Agents are reaching out to him. Teams are reaching out to him. Not answering. Not answering calls. Not answering texts. Not answering emails. Barely even responding to tweets, which we know he loves to do. And it's all essentially in Rich Kleiman's hands now. So no, obviously, no Kevin Durant cameos at Summer League, it would appear. Haven't seen him. Haven't heard about him. It would appear this is going to drag on for some time. Woj thinks it's going to going all is going. Woj thinks it's going to go all the way up until training camp. That would be gross. This has got the whole league on hold, and of course, a trade could drop at any moment. So you got to keep those alerts on for that very reason. Uh, moving on, let's move on. Brad Beal, Brad Beal signed his five-year, two hundred and fifty-one million dollar extension. With the Wizards. <sighs> I gotta say, for him, go get your money, my guy. You deserve it. Take those money and then just hang out in D.C. And we know that he's loyal. But here's the kicker. Bradley Beal asked for and got a no-trade clause in his contract. He's the only current player in the league with that in his contract. And Ted Leonsis, the owner of the Wizards, owner of, what is it, Monumental? Monumental Sports, says that he does not want to be traded and we don't want to trade him. All of that sounds nice on Friday, July 8th, 2022. We'll see how this goes in July 8th, 2026. We'll see when he's 30 years old. Leonsis says he sees this as a partnership. And now the Wizards can't dump Beal for a, a boatload of picks without his say-so, which is, you know, smart business for Beal in the NBA. You can't end up in Sacramento, right? Like he is going to be able to pick his next destination when, when he comes to grips with what we all know, and Brock knows, that he will never win anything in Washington. He will never make it past the first round again. I said it. And let's be clear about something here. This is no shade on Bradley Beal when I say this. But when he signed this extension, Supermax, no trade clause, I'm all in, no player option, that was the moment that I knew Bradley Beal does not prioritize winning a championship. It's not. He's not going to win a title in Washington, and any smart person can see this. The team is a mess. The team is so messy that there's not really much of a chance that they even will make the playoffs this year. Their idea of giving Beal pieces to help him was to sign Monty Morris, Will or Monte, Will Barton, DeLon Wright Jr. They drafted Johnny Davis, which means, folks, that this team has signed four guys who either have or currently play the shooting guard position, which is the exact same position that Bradley Beal plays. I don't know. I mean, of course, Morris and Wright can play the point. And basically what you're saying is that the Wizards added a pair of backup point guards, Monty Morris at 13-4, and four, Wright at 4-2, and two, and then basically said, Bradley Beal, you go ahead and carry the load. You go ahead and be the point guard. Make Johnny Davis the two. And we know that Bradley Beal is loyal. But we also know Bradley Beal is smart. And signing with the Wizards right now, with a baby on the way, is a smart business move. And it's a smart life move. It's just not the one that's going to give him a title.
and that's facts. And that's okay. He'll be 34 years old when his extension is finished. And so that's maybe when he decides to go chase a ring like everybody else. I don't hate it. He's creating this multi-generational wealth and being loyal to a city that he loves. And I'm for that. But the cost of being loyal oftentimes is winning. Just ask Damian Lillard, who himself doubled down and took a two-year, $122 million deal with the Blazers. How much money is that? Let me go to math school. 60, 60 something million dollars a year. Well, if you're going to lose, which 29 teams every year do, you might as well make $60 million a year doing it. Let's move on to Donovan Mitchell. Quick update him on him and the Utah Jazz. I don't have it today. I don't think I have it. Um, last we looked in on the Jazz, Trader Danny had leveraged Rudy Gobert for about a hundred first round picks from the Timberwolves. <laughs> People are very split down the middle on this. I put out a, a clip on the internet. Would you rather spend $30 million on Christian Wood? We talked about this on the podcast, obviously. Christian Wood and JaVale, $30 million, or Rudy Gobert and Cat at $100 million. And people were very mad. People told me to get into the kitchen. People told me to never watch basketball again. People told me that I should just focus on the women's side of the game. It's just one of those scenarios where this was more controversial, folks, than I even thought. At least, though, at least the Wolves are committed to doing something to try to win now. And, and that, for a lot of folks who have never seen the Wolves do a damn thing, is very exciting. This team could be very fun. Uh, even though it's a wing-driven league, as Kevin Durant would say, and you've got two centers now that make $100 million. I don't want to talk about that, though. What I do want to talk about is what the Jazz are doing, given this end of things, and what they're going to do moving forward. Cue that Brian Windhorst dramatic reading. What is going on in Utah? It turns out, according to Brian Windhorst, what is happening in Utah is nothing yet. Uh, they're the only team in the NBA who hasn't signed anyone in free agency, not one single person, not a single soul. All they've done is just trade things, trade Royce O'Neal, trade Rudy Gobert, and accumulated a ton of first-round picks. And that, my friends, probably not a sign of encouragement to my man, Donovan Mitchell. Probably not good news if you're a Jazz fan and you think that maybe they're building around him. Because that's what they keep saying. We're building around Donovan. We don't want him to go. And then other reports are coming out saying that Donovan Mitchell is concerned with the moves that this team is making. Facts. I get that. And I don't think I'm making a hot take or saying a hot take to say Donovan Mitchell is probably not long for the Utah Jazz. This team is in rebuild mode. They just are not admitting it yet because they think they're getting an all-star game in Utah which they may or may not have, and they need to have one one player that's an all-star the one year that they go to that trash-ass city, or the fan base will probably riot. Probably bring their tiki torches out. Oh, oh yes, the all-star game is two weeks, though, before the trade deadline this year. Coincidence? I don't think so. I don't think so. So if you're New York, you play the waiting game. I mean New York, not Brooklyn. Other than Sam Presti and OKC, we talked about this before, there's not really any other team that has as many first-round picks as the Knicks, especially expendable ones. They have eight 
tradable first round picks in the next handful of years. So unless they do something panicky or dumb, they're going to be in a really good position to add Donovan to this team. And a, a backcourt of Mitchell and Brunson is pretty intriguing. It's definitely better than a backcourt of Mike Conley Jr. and Donovan Mitchell. But truthfully, Mike Conley in his prime, probably better than Jalen Brunson. Not going to lie. Uh, Wendy says that the Jazz are not talking to anyone about a trade right now for Donovan. And I think that makes sense only if they're planning on holding on to him for the short term because building around him makes no damn sense. And what we know about Danny Ainge is this. He is not afraid to and seems to like to blow up the Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts.